close to uh, Pesach. So, uh, just a review an interesting uh, piece. Um, we know right in the beginning of the Haggadah, we know we say the passage of Helach Ma'anya, we say. And over there we say, Hashato Hocha, this year we're here. Lishona Haba Ba'ar the Yisrael. The coming year we should be in the land of Israel. Then we say, Hashato Avdin, this year we are slaves. And Lishona Haba Bnei next year we should be free. The previous Rebbe, as you know, uh, miraculously was saved from Russia in 1927. Now originally, and then two years after, they, they went, uh, they left Russia about a year and a half afterwards, the marriage of the Rebbe to the Rebetzin took place. And then the Rebbe, the marriage of the Rebbe actually took place in Warsaw, in Poland. But the Rebbe at that time lived in Riga, in Latvia. And the Rebbe, being a, a new son-in-law, just married two years. This is in 1931. So the Rebbe came for Pesach. He came to be together with his father-in-law. And during the time, the Rebbe observed a lot of the traditions of the customs that the previous Rebbe did. And he wrote it down. He made notes of it. And that was part of the Rebbe's writings that later on was published when they gave out the talks of the previous Rebbe in, of Tafresh Tzadik Aleph as other years in 1931 and the other years over there. And the previous Rebbe said, the Rebbe writes quotes from the Friedrich Rebbe, that during the Seder, of course Rebbe wrote it down later on, that during the Seder, the previous Rebbe said that his father, which is the Rebbe Rashab, would always say the word Habo, Lushonno Habo, the coming year, is made up of two syllables, basically, bo And he said, basically, that his father would always, the first time when it says, lishono habo, he would say, ha which is the emphasis on the first letter base. And the second time when it says, lishono habo, he would say, bo which is on the aleph, the emphasis. And the Rebbe said, as the previous Rebbe said, he did it all every year. It was clear. So it wasn't like it was just something, nothing happened, something by Rebbe anyways. But this is quite clear that this was intentional and what it means. And the previous Rebbe said that he asked his father, what's the significance? And his father sort of told him, you'll get older, you get smarter, you'll sort of... You know, a lot of times when uh, you ask questions when you can't get the answer yet, you know, you tell them, you'll, you, when you get older, you'll figure it out. But he never told them the answer. And then they asked the previous Rebbe himself, what does he think about it? Now, so the previous Rebbe said, now, what is the whole idea if you come, if it's on the base or it's on the Aleph? So that seems to, he, he applies to Rashi and Chumash, uh, which actually uses the same word ba, and in the several verses, one after the other, it says there that when uh, Yaakov was uh, looking for a wife, and uh, connected also to the Sheva Brachas now, when he was looking for a wife, he says, uh, the first time it says that he was standing there, it says, Rochel ba, that 
behold, uh, and behold, Rachel, his daughter, is coming with the sheep. Because she was a shepherd, so she was coming with the sheep. Of several, several verses later, it says, uh, sorry, right, correct. And in the second, yeah, absolutely. And in the second poem, it says, it says, it says, and Rashi explains over there very clearly that if the trop is like the first time on the aleph, on the second syllable, that means that she's coming, like presently coming. When the syllable is, when the amp, the trop is on the base, that means that she already came. Ba Ba means she had come already. Ba means she's coming. Rashi touches it out very clearly that there's a difference between she's coming, which is then Ba, or she has already come, which is Ba, that she's already come. And as we discussed also, in masculine, there is no difference. There's always Ba. It's only, there's no hay over there. So it's whether it came or was coming, it's always been the same. So the previous Rebbe says, goes to this Rashi, and he explains that it seems that this is the connection over here. That somehow, when the first time when we're saying hashato, that hashato hocho, we're saying lishono habo'o to the year that has come. So in other words, we've already reached there. And the second time we're saying that we're still working on getting there. It's on the way, lishono habo'o to the coming year. So what is the meaning? So the previous Rebbe writes very, when they asked him, he writes, it's not so clear, he sort of implies that to reach Eretz Yisrael is sort of something that can happen right away, which means when we're saying the Haggadah, and to go later on to be Bnei Chayrim, that doesn't happen right away, that is not certain that it's there right away, so we're still Habah, that it's still coming, it's not there yet. The Rebbe in a letter, they bring down from another letter, the Rebbe, the Rebbe explains it more clearly, seemingly along these lines, when somebody asked the Rebbe, what's the difference between Ba and Ba, and how could we say it? The Rebbe explains it more clearly. The Rebbe says that when we're talking about um, uh, being in Eretz Yisrael, as soon as you put your mind, and we're talking about being in Eretz Yisrael on a spiritual level, I guess, as soon as you set your mind that you want to be in Eretz Yisrael, you're actually there in Eretz Yisrael. So when you say, L'shon Habo, Ba'arad Yisrael, you're saying, the year that has come, you're already at the year that has come. Right then, right now, you already come, because by wanting to be in Arad Yisrael, you're actually there. As opposed to the second part, L'shon Habo, which is still Bnei Chayrim, to be a free person, that is something which is not totally up to the person, that's up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Rebbe brings from the Halacha, for example, there is certain procedures that you have to go through in order to become a free, like a slave, needs a get shikhar, there are certain things, so therefore, that doesn't happen right away. That's the way the Rebbe interprets. But it's interesting to see that the Rebbe, in that footnote over there, when the Rebbe recorded it, the Rebbe sort of left it seemingly with a question mark. Because this is something, this, the Rebbe doesn't mention that specifically, but when you see the order of things, 
No, you see, why? Now we understand why, according to the way the previous Rebbe quoted his father saying, we also understand the order of things. Because he says, first he says, Lishona Habo, what's already happens right then and there, which is Baradi Yisrael. And then he's saying, Lishona Habo, what's still going to happen later on? That's why first we talk about the Aradi Yisrael, which is happening. And the Bnei Chayrim is going to be the second step, which hasn't happened yet. But the Rebbe asks, when you take a look in the order of things, it seems that it worked the other way around. It seems that the first the Jewish people became free people because they were released from Mitzrayim, so they were free, they were no longer, so they were Bnei Chayrim. And especially as we know that we that a real free person is one who studies Torah. So it turns out that when they got the Torah, they became really Bnei Chayrim already. So the Rebbe says it seems that it should be the other way around. It should be Ashat, that when we talk about Bnei Chayrim, that is something that you can reach, because if you study Torah, you're a Bnei Chayrim. But the second level, to become out of the Israel, to be in the land of Israel, the Rebbe, the Rebbe sort of suggests over there, that is something which is not so much up to you, that's up to the Abishter. So it seems, maybe, it's not so clear exactly what the Rebbe is writing in the words. The Rebbe is writing like notes for himself almost. So it's not so clear exactly what the Rebbe, that's what the footnotes, the way I understand what the Rebbe was trying to suggest, that maybe one can say the other argument. But the Rebbe doesn't resolve it. I mean, it's resolved in the letter from the Rebbe, like the priest Rebbe wrote over there. But I think that we can just see in some realities the way we see now. We see like Lamashal, to be in the land of Eretz Yisrael, we see that we find ourselves plenty of Yidna in the land of Eretz Yisrael. That physically, they're in the land of Eretz Yisrael. However, as the Rebbe points out, we say, They can be Yisrael. You can actually be in Eretz Yisrael. But it doesn't mean that you're free at all. You can be physically in the land of Eretz Yisrael and have no freedom at all. To achieve the real level of freedom seems to be on a spiritual level a much more difficult because being in the land of Eretz Yisrael, at least physically, that's you know, that's something, or even spiritually. But to being a person that is totally free, that seems to be a little bit more challenging to get your own, to have the level of freedom. So the bottom line is that either way, these are all, whether it's already happens at that time, or it's still happening because Lashon Abba, but these are all things that have to happen, are going to happen. So we pray that this Taka happens, that we should both be we should be in all aspects of it, meaning in Eretz Yisrael, in the spiritual, but certainly in the physical. Actually, the Rebbe in the Haggadah quotes the Zohar and the Rambam. Now, the Zohar uh, didn't look up and don't know exactly the context over there, but basically in the Zohar it says that the Olam Habo is already here. Uh, in the Rambam, the Rambam discusses over there Olam Habo, which is the uh, Gan Eden, and the Rambam explains that it's not, uh, that the uh, Gan Eden is not in existence now, it's only going to be later on, but it's now, but it's Olam Habo that it comes after the avoid that we do now, so then we will reach 
and we will be able to get the Olam Haba, the Gan Eden, which is here ready. But the reason why it's Olam Haba, the Rambam explains it because it comes after the now. From the Rebbe in the Haggadah, it seems like, like the Rebbe is trying to uh, point to this Rambam uh, to, uh, to show that sometimes just because the time hasn't come yet doesn't mean that it's not there. And somehow the meaning of even though we still have to wait it's already it's already come because it is in existence. But the actual taich of habo, the way it's in the Hagod, the way it's in the Shudna Rambam, habo, the meaning of the word habo, it comes later on. It comes after the Avoida. The Rambam is only saying that the existence of the Olam habo is now, that, that Olam which is going to come after our Avoida, but the taich of the word habo, Olam habo, habo means that it will come after this man now. So it it doesn't change that Olam Habo doesn't seem like to being that it's already happened, but the way the Rebbe explains it in the Sikha, the Rebbe says Lashona Habo Habo that that year has already come, and the Rebbe actually says it's V'kaidem Noch even before we say it, so that when we're saying Lishana Haba, we're at the Lishana Haba. So this is different, it seems, than the way it's explained in the Haore, in the in the Haggadah of the Rambam. And in the Zoyar Bechlal, it's mashma that the Zoyar just says that the Olam Haba, that it's already here. I'm not sure whether the Zoyar says that's the Taich of Haba, mean that it's already come. Or the Zohar is just saying that the Olam Abo is already here, just like the Rambam says, but it only comes later on. We still need to look into this whole subject.